Welcome to Rethink Retirement, a Next Up podcast. I'm Victoria Tomlinson. And I'm Trevor Hatton. We're here to show you how you can use your skills and experience as you move into retirement. Or unretirement, as we like to call it. This is a key time in your life, and whether you're thinking of slowing right down, volunteering, or taking up a new challenge, it's a lot to take in. And each episode, we'll meet somebody who's already been through this, and we hope it'll inspire you. And this week's guest is Pat Chapman Pincher, who's had a brilliant career starting, building and selling tech businesses. She then moved into a non-exec portfolio career and has now launched a new business, Defy Expectations. Pat, welcome. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Pat, we've known each other for a decade or more. Uh, we first sat on a board together and then worked together to get business leaders more involved in their AI, intelligent uh, decisions. And now another reinvention of yourself. Pat, can you tell us what you're doing now and how you got here? Um, I, I got here in the way I've got to everything in my life. Things just happen. And I take a look at something and think that looks like a good idea. Let's do that. Um, So I've had one of those serendipitous careers, I think, um, where nothing has ever been planned. So what am I doing at the moment? I'm doing what I've always done, which is take advantage of whatever comes along. Um, It's a very interesting time to be alive and working, I think. I I think the pandemic has change the way in which people think about what they do and what the point of life is. Uh, And I'm working with a couple of colleagues really on the sort of leadership that I think we need for the future. So what Defy Expectations is doing is saying that for the future, we need leadership everywhere. We need to build as many great leaders as we can. And for the last 10 years, I've been working with very, very senior leaders, sort of C-suite boards, um, chief executives, people who pay vast amounts of money for very good coaching. Um, And I now wanted to, with Defy Expectations and my colleagues, see how we can move those skills right down through the organization. So we're about disrupting the world and the finances of coaching. That's fantastic um, that you're finding opportunities, but you know, particularly in in the current world um, and and turning it into a business. That's wonderful. Um, Have you have you thought about stopping retiring? No, I I think retirement is morally wrong, actually, (laughs) if that's any help. (laughs) We like that. that. So um, there are two reasons, I think. Firstly, we have an ageing population Mm -hmm. and we have not enough babies being born to look after the aging population. If you look at the statistics of where the money is coming from, um, 
it's going to come from an increasingly small pool of people if we go on as we are. And as someone who has children and grandchildren, I don't want to, for them to pay for me for the rest of their lives. You know, they're, they're going to have to keep us all going. My father died at 100. My mother-in-law died at 104. Now my father, bless him, went on working until five weeks before he died. Brilliant. Um, and he, the only reason he died was, he said, I can't read the email anymore and I've had enough. Um, that promptly turned his face to the wall and proceeded to die. Um, and I think we've got the, you know, those of us that have got past the magical age of 60 or 65, when you used to hang up your boots and collect your gold watch, need to take some responsibility for using the skills that we've gained to actually support ourselves and make the world a better place. So I think we, ha we have a moral duty not to retire, which is why I think retirement should be struck off as, as a way. Oh, gosh, we love that, Pat. Uh, and I think I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's interesting what you're saying here about you, you're morally wrong. Did you ever even try to retire along the way? Um, no, is the answer. Um, I, I sort of thought about, should I retire? Um, I left my last big corporate job, um, which all got muddled up in the terrible crash that was WorldCom. And I thought I'll, I'll have a year and just not take the next big corporate job and just because I'd had enough of big corporates by then. Mm -hmm. um, and see what happens. And by the end of that year, I was doing a mix of consulting, non-exec, um, bit of coaching. And by the end of the year, I thought, well, I'm working full time, juggling a whole series of balls and spinning plates and doing all those things you have to do if you've not got, well, you have to do it in any career, but you have to do it more in, in a sort of mixed career. Um, and at that point, I thought, well, I don't think I really need to go back into another big corporate job. Um, and I got lured into doing a couple of CEO roles and decided that I probably didn't need to do those. Um, but I've just gone on ever since. Essentially, my aim is to work full time. So, do a lot of people think about... Um this time of life, and you know, let's not put ages in all of this, or, or kind of prescriptive, prescriptive. But do you? Th most people, I think, that we're working with, think about this being a work-life balance in terms of maybe taking a day off to be with parents or grandchildren, or that they uh, go and exercise, they go and play tennis once a week, or they go walking the dales, or whatever that might be. Do you ever think of trying to sort of structure and take out, you're saying almost that you're still a 24-7 career, really? I've never understood the difference, the difference between work and life. Oh, I love that. Um, so oh, I love what, that. What the work-life balance is, has always been a mystery to me. Yes. Um, life is life. It includes lots of interesting things you do that are labelled work. 
um, and lots of interesting things you do that are labelled not work. Um, just figure out how to manage them. So it's it's not something you have you have to work very hard or occupy yourself quite hard to do all of that. But I still manage to do all of those other things. I can take time off to go skiing and regularly do every year. But then I have our ski apartment set up so I can work there. Um, we go to Australia once or well, we used to go to Australia every <laughs> yeah. for three weeks to see the children there. Um, we still, you know, we, we do that. You can, you, you do end up doing the odd call at three in the morning, but you can fit the whole lot in if you want to. And why not? I, I yes, completely. Um, Pat, you, you know, you strike me as a thoughtful, you know, reflective, quite calm person. But I wonder in your journey from, you know, corporate life, particularly you talked about, you know, a crash, whether you had ups and downs emotionally um, as you adjusted to a new life after after corporate life and whether you needed any any help in that. It didn't feel like an adjustment, really. Um, I don't think I worry about the future and, and my approach to life has always been do the thing that's in front of you. Um, there were times, you know, when I, I was a single parent juggling a career, international travel, small children. Um, we do get quite tired. Um, did I ever get emotionally overwhelmed? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I got through most of my emotional overwhelming in my teenage years when I, <laughs> well, that was, you know, I had, I had a very useless parents um, and they were interesting people, but hopeless parents. And they uh, put us through a childhood, which nobody should have had to suffer. Uh, so I think after that, I came out the other end, pretty resilient, mm. a good word. Um, and I've always thought fundamentally life was good and I'm a I'm a happy soul and an optimist. It's very inspiring that Pat. Um, you, you've always uplifted me I must say that um, it, it, it's well it's nice having upbeat people around. I mean yes. lots of people get very down with things but it's always important just to flip it isn't it and to say okay that's not great but then where's the positive in this and then you always is a positive. In, yeah. Um, so you've got to an interesting point here, just launching a new business. And I'm resonating because I've also just launched a new business and I've got plans years ahead. So where are your plans going, Pat? What, what, what do you see for the kind of years ahead? Because you've got a long way to go to the hundred of your, your father there. What does that look like for you? It doesn't. It's just one foot in front uh, of the other. And let's see what life turns up with. What about the vision for the business then? Just looking at the one step ahead. What, what about that? Um, so we do want we do want to disrupt an industry um, if we can do that. Um, 
But I, you know, from from my point of view, I just want to keep on doing things that are interesting, fun, and useful. Um, and do I? Do we have great visions for the business beyond let's let's disrupt the industry and see where that gets us? <laughs> yeah. No, no, we don't. I I never have had. Um, I've always. I mean, my whole life has been. I think on the basis of being the girl that can't say no. So when anybody turns up with something really interesting to do, however daft it is, I've always said yes. Uh, no one's ever asked me to do brain surgery. Because <laughs> I probably would say yes. Um, but I think you. I've never been able to plan life in that way um, and so I do what what comes next um, and what comes next has always been very good oh, that's good. That's, that, that's, that is inspiring Pat but you know to, to take each thing as it comes to you and make the most of it is uh, you know a, a real lesson I, I, I you strike me as someone who really doesn't have regrets or doesn't believe in having regrets. But I wonder if looking back, there are lessons um, that you've learned that, that you want to share with other people who are perhaps facing um, ending corporate life, full-time employment for the first time. So I think, um... Firstly, don't see it as an ending. See it as a beginning. Very good. Um, yeah, we like that. Secondly, look at yourself and what you can bring. Never mind what other people can bring to you. What can you bring? So what are your talents? What are your skills? What have you learned? And if you haven't learned anything in all these years of corporate life, then... I should go and find a cliff to jump off. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and just where can you be useful? And then just get on with it. Yes. And one of the things that we're trying to get, because a lot of people are starting with a blank sheet and they've no idea what is going to go in that blank sheet. And we're trying to get people to think about what what might that look like? You know, what things yeah. interest you? Where, are the, where is there a need? And do you care about it? And what could you do? So, Pat, thank you so much. Uh, there's so many insights there. Lots of things that we are talking to people about, about where do you start? Um, and I love that bit about take one day at a, at a time. And it's not an ending. It's a beginning. And I haven't really talked about it in that way enough, I think. I really like that. Pat, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, and it's so lovely seeing you and we wish you every success we know it will be a great success thank well, you pat if, it's, if, a, if it's a real pleasure to meet you next thing will be so. <laughs> good thank you very much i i really enjoyed that i thought she was yeah. fascinating and um very considered yeah very thoughtful wise i i would say and she and it was kind of, it was interesting because you know the message was very simple um you know pe things come at me i just take them one step at a time i 
I get on with it. And, and actually, some people really respond to, you know, keeping it simple. <laughs> no, I agree. I also think I, I kind of have said this before, but not in those words that don't look at this next stage as the end, but there's the beginning. And, yeah. and I, I want to do that more, actually. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that bit about the sort of the work-life balance. Um, and actually, I think the point here is, I think Pat's always done work within reason, but within work that she's really enjoyed and she's moved on when she hasn't. Whereas a lot of the people we're working with, are, I say 30 years in a, in a career, and almost they don't, some of them don't know how to get out of the career. Yeah. So therefore, the work-life balance is not being achieved. But I mean, I people say to me, you're a workaholic to me. And I don't feel that way. I'm doing something I'm passionate about and I'm loving. But just like Pat, you know, I take time out to be with family. I garden, I bake cakes, I decorate wedding cakes and things. So I do lots of other things in there alongside it. But it means you have a fuller life, I think. Um, and, you know, that for people who are ending or finishing a, a long corporate career, that perhaps wasn't everything they dreamed it would yeah. be. This is an opportunity, as Pat said, it's an opportunity to take your talents and your skills and your experience and everything you've learned and be useful. And I, and I love that. I thought that was really, yeah, so do I. really helpful. Actually. Yeah. Great yeah. Well, if you have enjoyed uh, and been inspired as we have with our amazing guest, do subscribe and join us for a regular catch up. We're covering everything from finances, sitting down with your family and how you work out what you're going to do. And do also please visit our website, next-up.com. Don't forget the hyphen. It's packed with tips and inspiration. And you'll also see we have a free mentoring platform. Like Pat, you can offer your experience to others as a mentor for entrepreneurs and others. It's really rewarding. So do please subscribe and join us next time on this podcast.